Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Hello and welcome to Phoenix Business Radio, broadcasting live from the Max 6 Entrepreneurial Center right here in Arizona, where you help businesses and connect you with the right people. And I'm very excited to have Kate Seeker back in the studio with us today. If you are not aware of who this woman is, you've oh, been gosh. living under a rock. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now I'm Kate, blushing. <laughs> well, it's true. Executive Director for Yes AZ. And it's been a long time since mm-hmm. you and I have connected, like, here in the studio. Last time right. we were upstairs in the old building. Correct. And I feel like you were one of my first-year interviews because when I was getting acquainted with the business community and entrepreneurs specifically and startup community, your name kept popping up. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for making time to come back and, and talk about this year's Startup Week. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. I'm always... Um so thankful for opportunities like this, and well done. You've really grown uh, Phoenix Business Radio into an amazing experience. Thank and you. And so, well done. It's Thank hard, you. It's hard to keep at things like that. Whew. Big, big time difficulties and great success along the way. So, it'll be six years in June. Wonderful. Uh, and then Daryl, our producer, who obviously you got to meet because he's sitting across from you, he'll be celebrating his second year anniversary with me on that same day, what, June 5th. Well yeah. done, yeah. Daryl. So exciting. So let's talk. Uh, yes, AZ, first, I want to talk about Startup Week mm-hmm. and really why is this such a passion project for you when you have so many other balls in the air as yeah. well? Yeah. Where to start? Wherever you um, want. Okay. Uh, so we're celebrating the ninth year of Phoenix Startup Week. Nine years. So the reason why that's such a big deal is, well, A, I have a nine-year-old. So actually, you know, nine years is a long time. But this is a grassroots-run organization, volunteers only. Including you. Including me. Yep. <laughs> I'm a volunteer. I volunteer my time every year as, this, I call it my hobby. My family knows it as my hobby. And I give, it's so fulfilling to me to work on this event and have it come into play, you know, the last week of April every year. All volunteers, you're coordinating and collaborating with people on across the ecosystem. And it really feels like an honor to me to be able to see how our ecosystem has grown, how it's changing, how people are stepping up or stepping back. It's fascinating and it's an honor to be like, well, what, what, how do we serve the community this year? The, really the goal of the event is to be a stage for our community. Everybody that comes up there to speak or to volunteer to make it happen, our volunteers, and we say, what is the story of our community this year? And we play it out um, the week of, uh, last week of April every year. So for our listeners who, again, aren't familiar with you, yes. who is the community? Let's, let's back it up a bit. Who, who is it that you're looking to lift up and elevate? Mm-hmm. It's all entrepreneurs, period. Right. So I know that's a broad description. It's intentional to do that. So we don't affiliate with anybody other than the community. And so we we listen, we get feedback often from new segments that are coming out or new initiatives. And we support everyone to take a step back even further. What happened nine years ago? So the story that I've been told is there was a bunch of people in a cigar bar really late at night and they said, we should do this thing. Right. We should create, um, you know, a stage and and a support network to connect our community. And so the two things happened. First was Phoenix Startup Week was was brought here initially by Techstars, sponsored by Chase for Business. There was a partnership there for the first couple of years. In tandem, this thing called Hashtag YesPHX was started. And Hashtag YesPHX is a social media platform, really, where the community can come and connect and collaborate. And so I've been involved all nine years. And by the way, nine years ago, I just moved here. So at the time, I was working at Weebly, and I opened up the Weebly office in, in Scottsdale. I never knew any of this. I'm yeah. so excited to and hear all so this. And so the first year, we were, we were like, uh, we were a venue. They came and they did a day. Yeah. And I was kind of like, what in the heck is happening? This is amazing. I'll never forget Russ Yelton um, of Design Pickle. Russ! So he came into the office, the big conference room at Weebly, and he started putting all these big jars of pickles, like, everywhere. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I've never experienced anything like this. 
So that was my first experience. And so the next year, they asked me to keynote about people and recruiting and building teams. Um, It's my day job. And I had so much fun. And then the next year, they asked me to run programming. And then I ran programming for four, no, for three years. Then Mike Jones and I co-led Phoenix Startup Week for two years. And then I've run it myself through the pandemic and now. And then that's when YesAZ came in. I had to create a nonprofit to keep it going. Mm -hmm. Because as, you know, it's just, you need a place, you need a bank account, right? To keep the money and to pay the bills, right? So all of the revenue that's created, first of all, the ticket sales every year, it's startup capital for the next year. And we really run pretty lean to, to zero to put the event on every year with sponsorship dollars. I'm so excited about this background. Mm-hmm. I, I knew you were a rock star, but now, oh, now I've got you. all the little pieces and, and certainly all the great connections that have been running alongside you for all these years. It's an impressive group of people. Uh, we have a great community. Yeah, we mm-hmm. really do. And it's funny, you mentioned Mike Jones with Resound as well as Russ Yelton. I know, at least with Mike, when Mike was doing his show in the studio with us a couple of years ago, one of the things that they he, uh, they talked about a lot was, what what does Arizona want to be known for? Yes. Right? As, as it relates to business and um, our community, because we are so eclectic, mm-hmm. um, we're kind of the wild, wild west mm-hmm. <laughs> and the new frontier, and we serve a lot of different verticals and, and industries. I've seen in the six years that I've run the studio, because we really get to host so many different executive leaders and business owners, I think I have an idea of who we are as leaders. I'm curious about, do you feel that we're closer to knowing who we are as it relates to business uh, and, you know, outward facing outside of Arizona? I do. I do. Um, I want to share my thought too, but I'm curious to see if they match. Okay. Um, And actually, when we sat one of the fun parts of Startup Week is it's an event that is overarching, right? And so there's a lot of, I feel, a good responsibility when we put together the programming or the the themes of the year that they're authentic because um, you can kind of hear them throughout the year, right, in newsletters and whatnot. And so this year, I gave a crack at trying to figure out our the, the verticals for our community. Yeah. Um, and they end up being the track days, um, for for Startup Week this year. So uh, I don't know if we were like uh, through osmosis or whatever, but I very much think that we're ready to do that. I think there there is some organization around certain verticals and and um, and I'm excited to see what the future is for them. What's your thought? Want to speak to that in just a second? The verdict. Are you comfortable sharing what the yeah. verticals are for those? Yeah, yeah. Track we're going to get into it. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, the word collaboration and connectedness comes to mind for me to have this overarching umbrella around who we are as, as a business community, as an ecosystem, right? Whether it's AZ Tech Council, Local First Arizona, Yes, PHX, mm-hmm. all the private and public enterprise down to the little mom and pop shop and the, the micro business, everybody wants to see everybody win. Yes. And everybody might be a tall order. However, I I really believe that the majority of people who are living in the greater Phoenix area and even Arizona at large wants to see each other win and succeed. And we want to make those introductions. We want to help with the education. We want to benchmark and run alongside each other, not necessarily for fierce competition, although that's great when it's there, also just to run alongside each other. So for me, if there was a theme, it would be connectedness and collaboration. Yeah, I would agree with that. The tagline, we're the most generous startup community, I think that is far and away true. With the friendliest airport. Right. (laughs) Right. Really? Right, right. I think that's very true. It's part of the experience of this ecosystem that I think leaves people wanting to participate more. I mean, could you have a nine-year grassroots organization of all volunteers in, in really any other ecosystem. I moved here from Silicon Valley prior to, I, by way of Boston. Like, that's, it's not happening mm-hmm. there, right? So people are happy. I have really and honestly, I can, I can honestly say, Girl Scouts Honor, that I have called and asked people to, to spend time or to invest in Startup Week, and I've never been told no. Yep. I've been told I can't make it or, you know, I have a constraint. Try again next year. That's fine. And there's always an open door. And I think year over year over year, people are committed to creating 
sustainability and value um, and build on things that that we that we do as a community as a whole. And I agree with you. They're they're cheering people on. That's important. It's really important. I think it'll be the key to our success. And and again, in six years, which is not as long as nine, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to be celebrating nine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You'll do it. I'll come. I, I'll bring a cake. I, excellent. <laughs> It's been really fascinating to see. I was a newcomer. I was from education. Mm-hmm. Dabbled a little bit with Intel and uh, some smaller consultant gigs before I opened Phoenix Business Radio X. So for me, it was really this fast trajectory into, okay, well, uh, who are these people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. finding my niche and, and how can we serve the community. Uh, so it's been fun to see, gosh, scratching our heads. I don't we don't know who we are. Mm-hmm. Here, if if we're in this sector, this is how we refer to ourselves. And if we're over here, whether it's healthcare, medical, big pharma, tech, whatever it is, everybody had their own little thing. Well, as Arizona now, we get to say we are the we are the friendliest and what was most the category, generous, the most generous. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with that. I would also say that we have um, another thing that kind of sets us apart and is notable to me is like our our economic development groups play a really important part in the success of the community. And they collaborate really well. Extremely right? well. Uh, it's It just shocks me. Yep. Right? Arizona Commerce Authority. GPAC. Yep. City of Tempe, City of Mesa, City All of Gilbert. City of, oh, yes, exactly. Local First, BBB. They're not, and of course, an economic development group. However, but, but they all play they do. In a, a really important role and very, very, very supportive they hold the bar high, and I try to stand up there with them and um, and be equally supportive to to every initiative. I feel like we would be remiss if we didn't mention another stakeholder group, and that would be higher education, GCU, sure. all three sure. universities, sure. yes, all of our specific schools around tech. We are very fortunate again, and ever again, every. Not everybody knows everybody, but yeah. if you don't know somebody, you're looking to make that introduction yes. so that you you do get to know each other. In fact, this year's startup week is at ASU. Yes, really? Yes. Sun Devil Stadium. What? Isn't that fun? The whole time? Yeah. Okay, we talked about it when you were leaning up to it, and you're like, I've got some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so at ASU. At ASU. At three s- days? A week. A week. Okay, Five so days. are you ready to talk Let's about go. that? Let's go. Hot I'm ready. Dog. Okay, so we're at Sun Devil Stadium. Wow. In, in temp, downtown Tempe, right? So it's wildly cool, right? <laughs> it like, sounds amazing. Yeah. So they actually have some event space that overlooks the field, right? So yes. we'll have, um, a, it's, oh, gosh, I, I, the names, they, they have changed the names a few times and I don't want to mess them up, but yeah. there is a large room that will have our keynotes in directly above it. Uh, I remember this one's called the Lagunitas Santan Ford building. I don't know. Anyway, all the sponsors will be uh, in Lagunitas. We'll have food and drinks and, you know, all of that. We have our keynote space. And then we're having our happy hours in the lounges on the other side. So it's a one-stop oh. shop. Um, they're opening up the concession stands for us to for lunch, which on the Coca-Cola sun deck. And so it is, they've been wonderful partners and it's so fun. I'm beaming for you. Yeah. This is huge. It's fun. It's For fun. our listeners and viewers who have not been part of Startup Week previously, just for comparison, you kind of bounce around to different cities yes. to try to mix it up a little bit, different venues. What mm-hmm. else would be different in the past? I would say this is this is probably the most professional um, venue that we've been in. So uh, for context, we've taken abandoned warehouses and schools yes. and um, and then— tried to make them suitable spaces for, for an lean. event. Exactly. And which created, just if you're considering doing this, <laughs> hire a plumber because the because the, the bathrooms are going to explode sure on the you. Lights are yes, on. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's power constraints and then you have to create a stage and, and it is um wow. it, it creates a lot of opportunity for creativeness. And I would say thankfully I'm also an entrepreneur because I don't have a a perfection button. I'm very much satisfied with the fact that uh, that there's progress and that it's being done and empowering people to do it, right? And to see their vision through. So it's always kind of scrappy and fun and a little reckless and on, you know, like put together with, gu- you know, gum and tape. And But it happens every year, no matter what. I don't even really stress about it anymore. I'm just like, it's going to come it's, together. It'll come together. It always does. And if we have to pivot, we will. 
So good. So you're, I love this. You're at ASU Stadium. Mm -hmm. You've got everything there. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to jokingly say the locker room. Can people like rent the locker room to stay, <laughs> stay the night? For <laughs> well, we have free parking, so you don't have to. I mean, I well, guess it, you could sleep could in your be, car. It but. could be like um, Country Thunder or whatever that thing's called. People can come in there. No, just kidding. Yeah. In their RVs and camp. All I will say, bring walking <laughs> shoes because oh, for it, sure. you don't need heels for this. This is this is comfy comfy, comfy, comfy shoes yes. for sure. You'll get a workout. The tracks. Let's let's talk Please. about that. All right. So Monday. Sustainability Day. Check out this lineup. I'm so proud of it. Um, the first one opening us up is uh, David Thomas. So he's the executive director of Milo Space Science Institute. Okay. Wow. So he's going to talk to us about planetary stewardship. Just, you know, Monday at 10. Planetary stewardship. Let's just talk about that, right? Then we have Governor Hobbs coming. She's going to make some comments uh, about Phoenix Startup Week and her um, support of so entrepreneurs. Good. And then we have uh, Mark Hanchett and Annie Pratt of Atlas Motor Vehicles. I'm the VP of people there. I think they're amazing. Uh, and we just did a rebrand yesterday from Atlas Motor Vehicles, and now the company is NXU, pronounced new. Yep. Um, so they're going to talk through that. Um, and they uh, also last year listed public on the NASDAQ with a crowdfunding offering of $37 million, which was also a wild day. And so they're going to talk about how to crowdfund and get your company public and then rebrand. Um, and they did all of that in, oh. gosh, was it seven or eight months? So incredible. So yeah. uh, for our listeners and viewers, if you are not familiar with them, go back and listen to mm -hmm. our show when, when I interviewed them, thanks to your introduction. And then, uh, Daryl, for show notes, if you could um, put in there, ask um, Angie <laughs> to remind us to add the new name and the new branding to that episode so that we can keep up and people can keep coming Thank back you. to listening to that because sure I, would hate, I would hate to miss that. And so somebody from your team can send us the new logo. Yes, We'll of make sure we have yep. the, the connection. Very good. Yeah, and that that's going to be super fun. They're great. Oh, they're truly incredible people to listen to. And, and I understand why you're part of the team because you just, the dynamics amongst all of you is phenomenal. Yeah, it's an honor. Um, I'll just say that I think, you know, people ask me all the time why I do everything I do. And I joined their team because I wasn't looking for a job at the time. At the time, I was thinking about um, just running uh, YesAZ and doing community building work. I had lost my father. It, it was COVID. I was sad. Then when I met them, they're so unique and the company is so incredible. And I thought, if I was going to join a company, would I not join a company that's going to support the, the very community that I'm trying to um, to help and to be and to contribute to, it hasn't been not one day have I regretted it. In fact, it's taught me a lot about myself, and I feel I feel better a year and a half later. I feel like a better person for that decision and that and the contribution and experience with working at the team. Congratulations! Thank you. And I'm so sorry I didn't realize that you lost your father in the midst of all that. Right at the beginning. So many people did mm -hmm. for, I don't, uh, you know, for a variety of different mm -hmm. reasons, of course. Uh, death hits us when it hits us. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been, I'm sure, excruciating as I've witnessed several friends and business friends and acquaintances go through something similar. Yeah, losing a parent's wild. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, uh, it changes you. You don't get over it. It's, uh, you just, it's just sort of like, I can, th I'm thinking in my head like a shell, a skin. <laughs> like, you know, you just, you just come out of it different. Yep. In my experience, I feel stronger, you know, but I was untethered for a while. But You're, you're, you're preaching to the choir, yeah. right? I lost a spouse for a, in a very different way, yeah. and I know we connected a handful of mm -hmm. times in that same time span, mm -hmm. and a shell of ourselves. That's mm -hmm. a really fantastic way to describe what that feels like, and like you, coming out of it better. I, mm -hmm. I always speak, people say that, and I always say, well, what choice did I have? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I like myself a lot. Now, I don't know. I was like a very different person then, but I'm very proud of, of myself. Well, you're, my you're certainly wearing it and, and showing it. All right. So okay, day sorry. one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I only got halfway through day one. Oh, gosh, okay. There's... Noon, Sam Bertram, founder of 1.1 Vertical Farming. Okay. This is cool. Warehouse, vertical farming. Yes. Uh, okay. Continuing on. Then we have Waymo. Excellent. Adam Lentz, Head of Sustainability and Environment at Waymo, is coming to talk to us about what does it mean to have a sustainable business. Then we have Michelle de Blasi, who's going to um, talk to us 
about lessons learned from en- envi- environmental um, companies. And uh, then we have a fireside chat with our good friend, Ryan Johnson, co-founder and CEO of Cul-de-Sac. Excellent. And we were just talking about Cul-de-Sac yesterday. <laughs> yeah, they're incredible. And then we're going to have the happy hour at their office in downtown Tempe. Day we're gonna walk one. Over. That's day one. Wow. Got four more. Let's go. Okay. Do it. Okay, day two. All right, this is an example of what we do at Startup Week. So day two was supposed to be student pitch day. And we were, we actually had a student volunteer, Mia Zimmerman, that was helping us uh, coordinate it all. So what we learned after we launched it and sort of started to work on it was it's finals week. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) And then also the week after is finals week. So we only had a very few amount of uh, applicants. And so we pivoted. And so we now we're calling it Takeoff Tuesday. <laughs> and the first half of the day is mentoring. And then the second half day is sort of thinking about how to be a, a better version of yourself, right? So we have several different mentors um, in the morning. And then in the afternoon after lunch, we have Exponential Leadership with Aaron Bear and Forbes Shannon. They have a book that, that's amazing. And then we have Startup Mindset, the difference between 90% chance of failure and 90% chance of success. Lee Benson, he's a best-selling author of this book, Executive Win, mm-hmm. Executive to Win. And then we're rounding out the day with Tannis Judge, who's the co-founder of Co-Founders Hub and wrote a book on how to pick a co-founder. Tuesday. <laughs> this is great, right? And okay, earmark this as yes. well. Maybe y'all can take a note. I have a suggestion for a visitor, Madison at some point. Uh, so we'll talk okay. about that. Great. Yes. And we have several more. Um, so we have some mentorship uh, opportunities listed on the website now. Perfect. We have several more people that we're just waiting for headshots and bios. Um, and so we'll be adding to that so over the good. course of the week. So good. Okay. Then Wednesday. So this is advanced tech, advanced manufacturing, IoT. Advanced tech is, is again, a pillar of our community mm-hmm. that we're seeing a lot of development in. I was invited to the plug-and-play launch uh, last week. So fun. So amazing. And so we're starting the day at 10 o'clock with with Frederick Bon. Uh, He's the director of supply chain at plug-and-pay. It's going to be moderated by our good friend, uh, Mark Parator, who's the VP of business development at GPEC. We have then upgrade to better money, Stephen Cole. He's the founder of Exit Capital. Then after lunch, uh, Michael Gaman, founder and CEO of XAQ10. He's going to talk about uh, the merging tech and marketing. Then we have Arena and Igor from okay. Listen Up. They're yeah. going to talk about the future of communication. They're also a sponsor of ours. And so you'll have an experience with our sponsors using Listen Up. Shout it's, out to it's, our buddies. It's, they're really Listen great. Yes, they're they great. Another great interview, by the way, to go listen to at yes. Business Radio X. They're cool. Good. And then we have a speaker pa- panel, um, the the startups of tomorrow, uh, where will the ind- industries be and the verticals clash. And we mm. have several different people there following. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the panel we close out Wednesday with. Good. Mm-hmm. All right, three down, two to go. We got two more. So then we have health tech and med tech. So we're starting with a fireside chat. What is med, med tech, health tech, and biotech? And then how does um, AI run into that, right? And then I'm just trying to speed it up a little bit. Oh, no, you're we fine. We have entrepreneurial platforms and a successful launch from Dr. Rick Hall, who's the founder of Health Entrepreneurship Accelerator Lab at ASU. And then we have Jasmine Body, founder and CEO of, of Navi Nurses, which is a success story for our community, followed by Christian Daniels, founder and CEO of Inspired Vibe, Amber Halvasor, co-founder and CEO of Inspired Vibe, speaking to us about unlocking marketing success, branding, and social media. Then Zach Ferris is coming Yay. to talk to us about what he's been up to, the harsh truths about entrepreneurship, facing the odds, and myth of overnight success, which is always a story that is that is wonderful to hear and be reminded of. Um, Kathy Sachs is going to be moderating that session. And then we'll uh, we'll round out Thursday with a speaker panel about building your advisor strategically and funding your wow. business. Huh. And then Friday, good old SaaS day. This is something that has been through a startup week. We, we do it every year. Greg Head used to help us with yes. it. Um, and then he's just such a success and a supporter of our community. Um, I got the gauntlet. I don't know if I'm, if I'm, if I've done as good of a job as him, but um, we have Chris Davey, who's the vice president of 
Decisive Intelligence Product Group at Early Warning. So that would be a fireside chat. And then we have Adam Lohr, who's Jampad. And this guy is incredible. He's going to be a notable name in our community. Jampad. Jampad, yeah. So he is a young CEO creating this product that you should come to the chat. Yeah. (laughs) Just leave it at that. Yeah, leave it at that. Heidi Chenanga is going to come. Yay, Heidi. And then Sydney so Pack is going to introduce is going to interview her about their work and SAS, right? Mm-hmm. Good, good um, we have after lunch, Jonathan Cottrell is going to come and talk to us about how the company culture matters in early times, good times, hard times, and the worst times. Of course, Jonathan Cottrell is a founder of Phoenix Startup Week and Yes PHX. And and um really, I would say the energy behind uh, all of it, and also a good friend and a good person and cheerer and supporter. And um, I, I couldn't say enough better uh, good things about him. Then we have Anthony Kanata, who's going to talk to us about how to build and engage and monetize an owned audience. And then we'll wrap up Startup Week with Darren Steele, who is going to talk about the overlooked power of your strategic narrative. All right. That's what we're doing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It'll be a really good time. It I'm, sounds amazing. One of the blessings of of Startup Week is I don't feel like I have a lot to do with this, right? I mean, like I sort of like create space for it, mm-hmm. but it is so different every year because the people that are on the team are so different every year. And I'd like to shout out the team. Please do. Okay, good. So, so what happens is <laughs> sometime around summer, we put out a call. We say, who wants to help? And usually people that have experienced Startup Week, because it's Christmas. It is so exciting. It's so fun. The energy is so good. Usually you get people that say, me, pick me, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So then, you know, we we inevitably have a meeting and we say, it's going to be hard. It's long hours. It's stressful. It's going to require a lot. And they say, yeah, yeah, no, really pick me. And so this year we had close to 100 people that raised their hand and said they wanted to be on the core team. There is, for various reasons, life stuff, work commitments, whatever, a lot of overturn, like a lot of attrition to the team. And you've learned that over these years. Yeah, I expect it. Yep. Right? Yep. And so when inevitably someone says, hey, you know, I know I said I would be the lead for this project, but life is happening to me. My response is always, thank you so much for all you've done. If anything changes, let me know. You're you're welcome back, you know. And so we used to have it that there was a two-year commitment, which I think through feedback this year, I might do start doing again next year because it does take a full year to learn yeah. <laughs> and what to expect. And I get that a lot from people of like, now that I've done it one year, I, I know what to do next year and I feel like I could be better. Mm-hmm. So we had like 100 people and now we have a core team of just over a dozen. Wow. And here they are. Yeah, right? So we have... Eddie Herriman, he helps us with tickets, and he's a second year, and I think the world of him. All these people, by the way, have full-time jobs okay. during the day, right? And no they're volunteering. Compensation. Their, no compensation. They're doing this out of the—they're the, sharing their talents out of the generosity of their heart. Um, Melissa Armez is helping us. I mean, she's basically our PM. She keeps me honest and accountable and has also negotiated some really interesting partnerships for us. Harry Kernawan and Mark uh, Underwood were on programming. Netta Hazwaza, then Sharina Remy ran marketing for us, and Ali Sachs has also helped. Corey Severns runs our ticketing, and so he's on the back end and developing all that. He also pitched in to do the website. So uh, Corey and Serena redid the website this year. Those two are so freaking talented. I just am like, wow. Nai Wong, Arena. And Sam are on our ops team. And Sam is trying to put together this podcast that we may have live during the week. Again, we're just sort of like, it may. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things to negotiate through um, and work through to throw a week-long event. And so they're all on it. And really, this is the success of this event year over year is a testament to the talented team that steps up and says, I can help with that. Mm -hmm. And showing up for months, weekends, nights. It, like I said, it's just an honor. 
And here's the other neat thing about this, just as a witness to the great work that you and the leadership team do year after year after year, when something like this requires so much help, especially volunteer help, and it morphs and it changes and it it's um, it's malleable. Mm-hmm. You know that it's bigger than you mm-hmm. when you get to say the things that you're saying, mm-hmm. and you get to say, "This is not my doing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, and and so as someone from the outside looking in, I'm gonna I'm you know I'm gonna say, "Well, that's very humble of you," and yeah, it has everything to do with you, and I really do mean that. And at the same time, I also know from my own experiences as well that you know you're doing good work in the world when it is much bigger than you and then just people come. You have to do some of the asks Mm -hmm. and put some bumpers on things and some guidelines around things. And at the same time, uh, it's, it's magic. Yes. Yeah, you're part of magic. Perfectly said. I really do just show up. In a lot of ways, I think I probably weigh them down more because I'm saying oh, you know, I intend on getting to that and something happens with my two-year-old and oh, I don't gee, get to I, it, you know, like, because life, life, life happens, right? Yeah. But they are moving along without me in, in, in many of the projects, which is great. I mean, I feel proud. Like, that. that is them feeling empowered. Yeah. And it is. It's just, we know we're a week out now. So I'm just full of butterflies because, like, look at what they're doing. Look what they did already. Huge. Right? This is... I get to be a part of it. I just feel like the cool kid. <laughs> I got picked. And like, yeah. So. Well, you are. And again, for our listeners and viewers who are maybe stepping into leadership or curious mm-hmm. as to how it, all these people that you've listed, your, your team, as well as the speakers that you've all selected, leadership is living, breathing, and embodying those values and the things that you care most about so that you do it frequently enough, often enough, and consistent enough that it feels like it's magic. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's, you're just part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Again, if anybody were to be, you know, watching through a a crystal ball or even a microscope or a telescope Mm -hmm. over your life for the last nine years, it hasn't been without ebbs and flows, rocky Mm -hmm. points, as you've mentioned. But that commitment, that tenacity, that love and that zest and the passion for community rings through in everything that you do. So- Uh, If you're not going to brag on you, I'm going to. I think I just keep on showing up. Yeah. And I think that here's the deal. The community makes this happen. I just remind them that it's an option. Yeah. Mm. And they, and then I'm here for it if they are. Our sponsors as well. Like, so we, we had, this is not a light lift and let me talk about them. Yeah, please, That's important. GPEC and AZ Tech Council and APS. Uh, Trinet, cul-de-sac, plug and play, just work, show it, Kylie Gents, Perimeter 83. You know, it's expensive to run the Sun Devil Stadium. Mm-hmm. And then all of the other things that we have to consider that go that go into it. And the, again, the ongoing commitment. You know, many of these people have sponsored us all nine years. Wow. And I will say that having the funds there, it is it, and like the invoice that I send is a PDF, like from a Google Doc, you know, like it's not pretty and they believe in it and it means a lot, right? So yeah. that I can, when when the team has a problem and we need to overcome it or they have an idea, I can say, we can afford it, yeah, right? Let's make it happen. And um, so in the deep, in the bottom of my heart, I'm just so grateful for, for our sponsorship and for really the sponsorship of our, our team. And then we have, 150 volunteers signed up. We had to shut down days because so many people wanted to come and volunteer to help make this event happen. Again, like, what? Like, this is, it's it's crazy. Yeah. And then I just show up and say yes. Hmm. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What have I not thought to ask? You've covered everything so beautifully. And I really appreciate, I know it felt a little awkward for a minute, you know, running through each of the mm-hmm. days. And yet it's important to give everybody proper shout out and for listeners and viewers who are not familiar, or it's been a couple of years since they've been there, yep. to really hear and kind of bask in, oh my God, the, the amount of knowledge and experience that I would be uh, sitting yes. <laughs> and listening to and engaging with, not only from your speakers, but the community as well, right? Can you speak to that a little yep. bit? I think maybe that's a question. And then, and then if you have some things that you want to share that I hadn't thought to ask, we'll go back to that. Yeah, I Talk think- about the... the um, the networking aspect and, yes. and really maybe even encouragement. When you come to this week, how how should we show up? What, mm-hmm. what, should, what should we be ready for? That's great. Yes. You know, every year we try to be a stage. 
right? So we do ask ourselves, like, ongoing, like, who are we not hearing from? Mm-hmm. Who's here? And let's just be honest. If you're a startup founder, you're busy. You're not looking for speaking obligation or um, uh, commitments. Um, but if you're asked, you'll probably say yes. Yeah. Or if you're introduced in the right way. And so when we when we came to the table this year, what we were trying to highlight is is the tracks or the themes for our community. Sustainability. Who in sustainability do we need to hear from? Mm-hmm. Who for advanced tech? Who for med tech bio? Who for SaaS? And that those those verticals felt. And I asked people in the community. I was like, I'm thinking about these verticals. Would you agree with that? And they were like, Yeah, that sounds about right. Now I suspect there's probably one or two more that'll pop up, which is great. Maybe we'll have to have a longer event, like to 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 highlight those. But the other beautiful thing, and and when I'm asked to describe what Startup Week, I sort of say it's a, it's a high school reunion for our community. <laughs> so like every year you come and you say, Okay. Who do I need to know in this community? How do I get connected? And you're going to be in an event that's over the course of a year, or a a year. (laughs) It's a week. It feels like a year. And you can pick the day, and there'll be an audience there of people that are interested in connecting, right? And Mm -hmm. it's not hard to connect because everybody here is very generous. Um, You'll have opportunity one-on-one. We don't really have, at least not that I've met, you know, like CEOs or venture capitalists or whatever that are unapproachable. Like they're there to help you Mm -hmm. and for you to learn and grow. Then happy hours are also a good opportunity for that because, you know, unwind, talk to people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of cool stories. So the high school reunion component of this is we have now evidence, um, and every year we have this, of people that came, started coming to Startup Week with an idea. And they came, and then the next year they came, and then the next year we heard about them. They made a, they created a business, and then maybe they worked at it a little bit, and then they were a keynote, Hmm. and then they sold, and then now they're creating a fund. And we have examples of that. Heidi Janenga, um, Zach Ferris, other executives, Darren Steele, he worked at Campus Logic, Kathy Sachs, formerly, you know, Infusionsoft Keep, um, Sydney Peck. Source Water, Ali Sachs, you know, all of these people that have been working diligently in the ecosystem mm-hmm. to, to build and grow through, through action are coming back around now with, this is what I learned when I hit that next vertical or that next inf- inflection point. It's amazing. Hmm. It really is. Like, to, to be able to, again, just create a stage for them to, to share the vulnerability. We have a panel called Founder F-Ups, which is like our most well-attended sessions. And basically the question is, talk about your biggest F-Up. Mm-hmm. And like, what was your intention when you went into it? What did you learn and what would you do next time? Mm-hmm. And the vulnerability and authenticity of our leaders yeah. that show up to that panel is inspiring and remarkable. Um, you know, that it's, it's, uh, and, and I feel, I just feel proud. I just feel proud. Uh-huh. You should mm-hmm. feel proud. We're grateful mm-hmm. <laughs> for yeah. your generous heart and your generous time and for everybody that you've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a short list of sponsors. Are there mm-hmm. lower tier sponsorships or is that it? That's it this year. Okay. Um, frankly, doing this event over COVID was hard. Oh, no doubt. Mercy. <laughs> like, I don't was know. It, was, it, was it completely virtual one year? Yeah. Yeah. The first year. Yeah. The first year we did it out of the lunchroom at, oh gosh, I'm forgetting the school. Sorry. I had had a baby. I was pumping between sessions <laughs> in a closet. Yeah. It was nine year old and now three. She's, she's two. two. She's two. Yeah. So I was pumping in between. And breaks. by the way, a marriage in there too. Yeah. I got married. married. Yep. And so it was just me. We have a fun picture and it's like me. And I have, like, two laptops because it was all remote. Yeah. And then we have, like, our P- our uh, marketing guy over here and then an ops guy over here in a room. And then we did that all week. <laughs> and then you'll see, like, a bag of snacks and the pumping stuff right. on the ground. <laughs> like, you know, it was, it, was, uh, it was wild. But I think so fun, right? Yeah. Like, I love li- when life is real, you know? It's totally— well, not completely off track, but yeah. I, I feel like I have to share it since you mentioned it was a school. I used to be uh, the assistant principal in Kyrene School District uh-huh. for Murata, which is in partnership with Intel. 
And at the time, I had my oldest son, who's mm-hmm. now 28. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was also pumping at the time mm-hmm. at work. Every year, it comes up in a memory from staff members who will show it on Facebook. And there's outside of my office door, they they created this little sign when they could hear the whoosh, whoosh, yeah. <laughs> because the mailboxes yeah. were out there right yeah. outside of it. Someone would hang a, like a cow sign. Yeah, funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And so I, I die every time. And that's keeping it real, right? right? The humor, yeah. we know what she's up to. And, and, yep. and again, that camaraderie, the joy, the laughter, the realness, the authenticity, all of that is what I think makes leaders so great. And I was thinking that as you talked about it, I mentioned connectedness as well as collaboration. We cannot connect and collaborate well if we're not willing to be vulnerable and real with each other. So again, shout out to everybody that you've mentioned in your lineup, not only this year, but in the previous years. You know, I think also the you know, there's a reality around running an event of all volunteers, and it's not always the most efficient, right? Because we're— Oftentimes th- not. There's a—yeah. And I feel—I would say that if the th- there's a thing I feel most vulnerable about, it's that, right? Because I was brought up in a family where it's like, you know, your integrity is that you do what you say you're going to do. And, you know, and then, of course, you have these big, wild dreams that you want to do, and then life happens— I think it's 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 a personal journey for me to be able to say, like, I know I, I was supposed to send you that invoice and I didn't get to it, or I meant to do the the intro and I didn't get to My it. My whole life. Yes. And and like it makes me feel I feel bad. Yes. Right. Same. Because I don't want there to be a perception or a reality where I'm not coming through for anyone. And then I also have to be authentic and I have to be real to the realities of my life and I had this mentor one time, I think about this every day, that said, here's the deal, Kate. You have these lofty goals for your career. And you have to remember, in life, you have five cups, okay? You have a cup that fills work and a cup that fills your family and a cup that fills your spirituality and a cup that that fills friends. And and there's like another cup of, you know, your, your relationship with yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And you only have enough water for four. So... <laughs> All your whole life, you're just going to be pouring water yep. from one cup to another. And every time I start to feel shame around like, dang it, like I, I'm letting them down, right? I think four cups of water. I can only do so much. Right. Huh. And and yeah. I can apologize and yes. say, it wasn't my intention. I'm sorry. Yep. Oh, what can I, I do to make it better? You know, yep. and like, and move forward with humbleness. Yep. And um, I think— that that's that's what helps me. So I've been experiencing that similarly, especially the last six months, as I'm feeling like I'm finally back after some very serious trauma, mm-hmm. and I can no longer blame it on that. I feel mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. I'm fully present again, mm-hmm. and yet I'm still effing up, and I'm mm-hmm. still delayed on commitments. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I gave myself grace mm-hmm. and patience. One, I've always said, I've always been real about, hey, this is what's happening, and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But I'd say that to you, but then I'd go away, and I'd feel like crap Mm -hmm. and feel ashamed. Mm -hmm. Once I cleared that, that personal shame, now my trajectory and my ability to be higher functioning is starting to really ramp up again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because there's—it's just reality. That Mm -hmm. is a beautiful story about the four cups, five cups. It's five cups, four four water. (laughs) Yep. So it's just about pouring. And yeah. I, so I, I'll stop myself in a day and say, what matters to me right now? Right? right? Like, yes. and then, because as, as long as you're empowering yourself to make the next decision, yep. you're going to be apologizing to people. Yep. Reality. It's your kids. It's your husband. It's your friends. It's your business. You know, it's. Yep. Somewhere along so, the way. Yeah. And then you have to be accountable to yourself. Yep. Right? Because <laughs> if you're not finding joy in it and you're resentful and sort of being a martyr. Yep. Check, please. Yes. Right? So to get back about COVID and, and Startup Week, the next, so one year it was all remote. The next year we tried hybrid. And that was the hardest year because we were learning a lot about psychology with, a, with hybrid events. We had to limit the amount of people that could be in person because of COVID restrictions. And then very close to the event, those restrictions were lifted. And then we couldn't really pivot. pivot. It was too late. We had a decent amount of ticket sales because remember, people look at the ticket sales on the team and say that I'm I'm successful at this. 
right? They're working really hard because they want to produce an event that is seen and experienced, yep, right? Yep. So when ticket sales are low, it's a bummer, mm. right? So we had a decent amount of ticket sales, and then not a lot of people showed up because we they had the remote option, and people that had bought in-person tickets didn't really show up. And I would say that was a, that was a dark week for me. I felt really defeated that I was like, you know, maybe I don't need to be doing this. Yeah, maybe we're done. Maybe we're done. And this year, you know, here's the thing, though. Like, I'm not going to quit when I'm down, right? I'll choose to not do it anymore, but I'll do it at, an, at a high point, right? So I'm just because I'm down doesn't mean I stop. It means I'm going to try again. And if I'm down again, there's data. We're at Sun Devil Stadium this year, so. Wow. And was that you know, 21 last, that you did the hybrid? Last year we did it. Oh, it was last? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was going to put it back, obviously, 21. No, last year, no, this is this is the year that we were. So, uh, wow. So from, uh, wow, I feel mm-hmm. defeated. This is, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm, you didn't say it, but I've let people down mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I and, felt. And, and COVID let us down. COVID was wild. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah. One I'm tired of having. Yeah, yeah. To the very next year, mm-hmm. being at Sun Devil Stadium. It was just like, what if we do this? Wow. What if we do this? So and good. then next year's 10 years. I, I know. We're going to be talking about that. Yeah. So my <laughs> I mean, goal, yeah. my goal, and so if anybody wants to help me make this a reality, I'm open to it. I want to write Phoenix Startup Week on Sun Devil Stadium Field. Yeah. I know how much it costs. So who wants to sponsor it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I want it to be, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure we'll do it at Sun Devil Stadium again, barring any hiccups um, next year or next week. Yeah. And I want to have the Megatrons and I want to have Phoenix Startup Week and wow. I want it to go, I want to go big. And and I think we can. I think oh, we should. for sure. We yeah. should. Our community is amazing. This yes. is the largest growing community in the country, fifth largest city. We should have a Startup Week that's reflective of that. Absolutely. So. I'm willing to make it happen if 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 the community wants it. I have no doubt that they will. Mm-hmm. So, how do folks get tickets? Okay, and and is and explain the options and the opportunities yep. there. Okay, so uh, phxstartupweek.com is our website. You can go on there and see all the great work that Serena and Corey have done. Um, so you can click tickets, and you'll see a week ticket, which I believe is a hundred bucks. What? Um, and then day tickets. Okay, which you got to pause there. Yeah. A hundred dollars. Yep. Only a hundred dollar commitment. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. This is our startup capital for next year. Yeah. So we don't get the money until well after the event. So it's it's like startup capital. Um, and so we're using ticket sales from last year to start this year. Yeah. So but again, a, yeah. for the for the opportunity for a mm-hmm. full week for, with the lineup that you've described at the venue. That Free you, parking. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really easily. Yeah. $3,000. It, it is an incredible value. When did yeah. you say? It's like an incredible value. Several mm-hmm. thousand dollars worth. Yes. Yeah. The event used to be free, um, but, you know, we need we need to charge something for tickets. Well, and yeah. there's and, and there's this exchange. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That yeah. We have a commitment. Ha- we have to have that commitment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's $100 for the full week. You should probably just do that. But if you wanted just to go to a certain day, it's $28 a day, again, Perfect. including parking. So Monday, sustainability. Tuesday is mentorship, takeoff Tuesday. Wednesday is advanced tech. Thursday is med tech bio. Friday, SaaS. Happy hours are five bucks, right? So you could come to just the happy hours. You could hours. come just to happy hours and I'll Don't buy know a why drink. I want to do that. I'll buy a drink. <laughs> um, it's cool. It's, it, you should just come, yeah. have a drink, and take a selfie, right? Because it's an amazing, it's amazing backdrop. Yeah, very good. And then um, for today, for the listeners, if you use code BOGO, Buy one, get one free. Bring a friend. Okay. Uh, at, at which price point? All of it. Really? Yep. So if you want to come for a week and you're just not sure or you know a friend that you think could also buy one, get one free, right? If you want to come for a day, buy one, get one free. The more, the merrier. Again, this is a celebration of our community. We want to have all of the innovators and entrepreneurs together mm-hmm. connecting. This is the whole goal. We connect and we build together. And then also... Follow us on social, yeah. hashtag YesPHX. There will be more. I had to create a nonprofit last year, so that was not a light lift. Sure. Um, so we'll be launching YesAZ socials soon. 
probably over the summertime. And then just one point on that, another sort of antidote about how beautiful our community was. So during COVID, everybody was afraid of the community failing, right? Like, you know, what does this mean when all of this work that we've done collectively and then everybody shut down, right? Who is going to be impacted? And there was so many great examples of people stepping up and saying, I'm here to support, I'm here to help. So I contacted a bunch of people and said, we have to do something and we have to remember or remind people that we're here. And so we started this thing called um, Startup Together AZ. And so the, the and, and this initiative, which is April is for entrepreneurs. So our startup week used to be earlier in the fall and mm-hmm. we moved it to April because Local First has the Good Business yeah. Summit, 10 West with our friends down in Tucson, Startup Tucson. We had Flagstaff involved, Moonshot. So we did this year over year where they, we just came together. My husband actually built the website for me for a Christmas present. So it's startuptogetheraz.com. We're going to sunset that and make it Yes AZ now because, but that's why we do it in April. We do it yeah. the last week of April and it, because it creates an amazing opportunity for Venture Madness and the Good Business Summit and all of this activity yep. in April. Mm-hmm. I really am in awe of of you and everything that you've done. Thank you. Uh, I have always been admiring from a distance, but now I feel like I just have this front row seat. And I feel, I've had this image a couple of times. I feel like, let's imagine like this is a photograph, but I'm, I'm a little girl and I'm quite a bit older than you, but I'm a little girl and I have my hands behind my back and I'm just looking up and there oh you are. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, really. You're uh, making me blush. <laughs> well, true. I'm inspired. I'm, I'm honored that you would ask to come and, and have this conversation today. I hope that I will be in a position to really get involved in year 10. Let's do it. I would really like to do that. The answer is yes. Yeah, very good. Yes, Mm -hmm. it should be always yes. Yes, Mm -hmm. a yes and an and and. Mm -hmm. All right, so tickets can be found again at phxstartupweek.com. And uh, of course, there's a LinkedIn by the same name. Yep. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. At all. Yep. phxstartupweek.com. Yep. And if you use code BOGO, buy one, get one free, bring a friend. Let's really make that happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. You guys, my goal is to have, you know, two or 300 people a day. I want the team to feel so good about what they've created. So well, they should. Yes. They, uh, obviously. Yeah. And I, uh, clearly they already do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can sense that. They're proud. Uh, tell me again the, the actual dates. April 24th through the 28th okay. next week. Yeah. Join us on Monday at Sun Devil Stadium and then the party will go all week. Yeah. You will be in the right place at the right time. Yes. Very good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Kate, thank you. Thank you. So, so exciting. Much. Yeah. It is. I hope everybody comes and joins us at Phoenix Startup Week. Excellent. You've been listening to Phoenix Business Radio, broadcasting live from the Max 6 Entrepreneurial Center right here in Tempe, Arizona. Some media leans left, some lean right, and we lean entrepreneurs and startup. Yes, Phoenix. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.